I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. Yes, sir. How you doing? Yeah, man. I'm blessed, man. And Dr. Eric Thomas, also on the ones and twos. What's going on, E? Oh, man. My mic sounds nice. Check one. Hey, let's get into it, man. We got a big week. I'm excited, man. Uh, It was crazy and indie. Um, man, just a lot of love shown, just a great time. I hit that St. Elmo's, oh, the cocktail sauce, woo! I'm talking about blew my mouth out, but it was good. Um, just a great dinner at St. Elmo's. Thank you, Indy, for the love, man. Y'all were great. Um, but I want to get into, and we'll talk about Indy uh, as we go forward, but I want to get into something, man. And, and, you know, for those of you who have been loyal listeners to the podcast now, you know we got... um you know, something we're doing called Am I Tripping Or? And I think I got a good one today. And then also, we've been installing a new segment towards the end, and that's called One Gotta Go. And I honestly, guys, I think we might have to retire One Gotta Go after the day. I have a One Gotta Go that is so controversial, I have fought with myself over the last 24 hours and still don't have an answer. So I'm looking forward to telling y'all what that is. I keep it from them guys. So when we get on the podcast, it's authentic. So they 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 hearing it for the first time. But um, let's jump into Am I Tripping Or? Am I Tripping Or for today? Am I Tripping Or when you go out to dinner and people know you paying, do they order a little different than they would when they were paying? No doubt. <laughs> Hey, I'm can, just trying. Is it just me? Like, I, am I tripping? Next, we can move on to the next section. <laughs> okay, because look, because I'm saying when I see people out and they on the solo, are they paying? I see waters oh, water, being ordered. Oh, water's water strong. Oh, no, and ice. they like, you want bottle or tap? <laughs> tap, please. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm paying, why does everybody want the strawberry milkshake daiquiri with, <laughs> with the no extra refills. strawberry? With no refills. Uh, with no refills. I'm talking about you done hit the, 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 the steak, the filet, with, knowing that if you was paying, you would have got the turkey wrap. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's the one, see, that I saw with the steak, and then I think it had shrimp on it, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm talking about oh, a crab cake on the side. I'm like, what in the world? So, hey, I, I know it's um, I know it's a little different hookup. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, I just was like, wow. You know what I mean? And and I'm talking to, you know what? I'm going to just bust him on out. You know what I'm saying? Let me just say it because I'm paying for it anyway. Right, right. My little brother, Kel, this is where you inspired this. <laughs> right. My wife, little brother, Kel. Right. Kel ordering the most expensive thing on the menu every time we go out to eat. Uh, and I've been out twice with it. I'm talking about. Oh, I've been out I'm twice. talking. Kale, Kale Houston. got the most expensive. I think he just say, "What's the most expensive thing on your menu?" Yes, I'll have that. I'm like, "What in the devil?" I'm like, "I didn't got a salad," and because this little joker had to get the 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 prime rib special. I'm like, "Unbelievable." But well, here's the deal, though. Even with the, uh, they got a 
uh, 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 Caesar plus salad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't even get the normal. They right. get the Caesar plus. And okay, oh. now, now let me say this though. To their defense, I kind of think I get it. I kind of think because they have not put themselves in a position, you know, to eat or have or be what they want to be when they're with people, you know, who are, who are at that level. I think in their mind, they're just like, okay, here go my shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may not get a steak. You know, I may not get <laughs> Oh, shrimp. I may never. I may not, these lips may never you, taste. You know what I'm saying? I may never taste anything other than a double <laughs> cheeseburger at Mickey D's. So let me, so to their uh, defense, I think that's what they're doing. But I will say this, man, it, you know, for real, it, however you want to look at it, and, and, you know, it's better to give than receive, you know, and again, I'm not trying to put nobody out, see, but, I'm, but what I think people don't understand is that, you know, when you keep putting yourself in the position of a taker, you, you are, hmm. you, what you're actually doing and you don't realize it is you're prolonging your success. You know, you, 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 you're putting off, you know, your success, man. So I just want to say to all of you out there who are the ones who, you know, <laughs> you know who you are. You, you eat differently when somebody else is paying. You know, I just want you to know. I'm, oh, I'm talking real, about like, you eating. You eating yeah, and drinking yeah, different. Yeah, hey, let me yeah, ask this. See, yeah. Is he eating all of it? That's all I want to know. Is he eating all of it? Is he oh, showing no, full gratitude is. and eating? Oh, you know, the hey, eating all of it. You you know, I got an eye on him. So he probably don't want to eat it all. Y'all know Kale about uh, big as a minute. <laughs> but he see me eyeing him like, if you leave one piece of sirloin on that plate, it's gonna be me and you, Jack. Hey, so no, nah, hey, he at she, least eating. Hey, here go. I ain't gonna say my I ain't gonna say my name, but my little cousin. I'm just gonna say that. I, man, Ooh. I'll never forget. Hey, my kids train. See, my kids train. You get an entree. See, you get water. You don't get no extra sides. I, no dessert. Man, I remember my kids ordered sandwiches, and my man for lunch had ordered the steak and the mm. Arnold Palmer. And the auto bomber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, C. Yeah. I was tripping, C, because we were the first. We were the first family in the restaurant. We got there, and I'm looking, wow. and I see like cut up, you know, gyro meat. I'm seeing little Philly cheese steak, and I see a, just a fat steak on the grill. Like mind you, we don't really eat beef like that. My son might be the only one. And I see a big steak, and I'm saying to my mom, I'm looking around. See, look around, look around. Look Who got around. the steak? Who got the <laughs> right, steak? Somebody hitting the steak at 11:30. With the potato. I'm talking about it, not the uh, potato <laughs> wow. potato. I'm talking about the super duper supreme everything. Oh, in loaded, the loaded, like super duper loaded. <laughs> and I said to my man, "Who's is that?" He was like, "Little man right there." And I was like, "Wow, unbelievable! <laughs> yeah. You didn't get the cue." Like when everybody ordered the water, you didn't hear the water part? Oh, Unbelievable, bro. Let's move on. What? I'm getting pissed thinking about it. What? I'm getting pissed no, thinking man, about but, it. But yeah, no, shout out to Kale, man. I had to throw you under the bus. You know I'm not lying. Kale actually left us, man. He went back to college, so. Um, shout out to the Super you, Caesar, you know. Caesar Plus. Shout out to oh, the Super, Super Caesar, Caesar Plus. Plus. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was like, okay, I got my house back, but you know what, man? We kind of miss Kale around here, man. He no, added no, no. Uh, see, okay, a little hey, dynamic, man. Hey, see, he was bad. able to uh, take Trey off our hands from time to time, so it's back to uh, me, me and my wife back on the one-on-one on -one and with the kids. See, so. I didn't want to drag this thing out, but I just got to say, I'm sorry. One more thing, see. And I oh, you to, sound hurt by this. Look, see, I, I didn't hit a sore spot. See, I didn't hit a sore spot for E. I gotta say one more part though, see, because it's not yep. we're not finished. 
and they don't even want to leave a tip. Ooh. See, they don't Ooh. even want to leave a tip. Or <laughs> see, I've got a couple of them that's been with me, and I'll tell them, go ahead and leave a tip. And why is it the worst service they've ever had before? And they don't want the, the, the server don't deserve a tip because it's the worst service they ever had. Right, right. Y'all didn't see my cup was empty. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you. Yeah, you uh, ain't never lied. Takers, but, man. Hey, takers. Well, well, hey. Well, some people get you know caught up in that zone where hey, they figure you got money, you doing all right. I hear the podcast, I see the videos, y'all traveling around the country. Hey. Bills on you. You know what I'm saying? They're not thinking uh, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, I guess. See, I'm sorry. We can move on now. See, I purged. <laughs> I purged. Okay, good. <laughs> yep. Okay, good, good, good. But I did want to um, kind of just address that real quick because I got a lot of questions in Indy. Ian, I mean, obviously you did too in the VIP session. And the, there was a few people asking about, um, I guess, this concept of mutualism. Um, you know, that, you know, saying, Hey, I'm doing well in my life and kind of what we're talking about now. Um, you know, ironically, but you know, I'm doing well financially. I'm this, I'm that, you know, but I have people in my life who, you know, are maybe taking advantage of that. And when am I giving too much in my job? You know what I mean? When my boss is asking me to do too much in my, you know, personal life, if, if you know, a spouse or a significant other or whatever, it's just, you know, leaning on me too hard. When, you know, when do you make that uh, decision to cut that? Because we always talk about giving, right? We talk about being a blessing. We talk about all those things. But when, when does it go too far, E? And when do people start to, you know, when does it become that people are just taking advantage of you? How do you know when to cut that off? And, of course, see, you know, I'm not God, so I can't, you know, you know just like what I'm about to say right now, you kids can't be like 100%. E.T. said that. This is law. But, but for me, see, the gauge that I try to use, you know, is almost that mutual boy, you know, where is it mutually beneficial? And this is what we've said before. We know that it's not equal giving, but it's equal sacrifice, you know. So, for instance, I'm going to pay for, you know, your meal, Carl meal, you know, whatever. Like, I don't even feel like I owe the team that, but as it relates to two of you, like, I feel like, I wouldn't be where I am without your singular contributions, Carl's singular contributions, collective contributions. So I feel like while I may pay for us to eat, the sacrifice is equal. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, because Carl don't speak and you don't speak, the finances is not equal. You know what I'm saying? So because I'm the one that's going out and making, you know, whatever they give me to speak, you guys don't have that same opportunity. So for me, it's like, yo, I know I wouldn't be where I am without the individual and collective efforts that you guys put forth. So to me, it's mutual. So I just want to make sure people understand. It's not like a dollar for a dollar, a hundred for a hundred, but it's sacrifice. It's equal sacrifice. And so when you're in a relationship and the person is not putting forth that same effort that you're putting forth, to me, see, that's when it's like, okay, I, I you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I got the tip. You know what I'm saying? Like, E, I can do the tip. You know what I'm saying? Or... E, I can, like you said with Kale, I can watch the kids or I can keep the house clean. So if you're a spouse and you working, you cleaning up, you encouraging, and that other spouse is matching your 120% effort with 70% effort, we got a problem now. So again, it's not equal giving, but the effort should be equal. I'm putting forth 120%, C putting forth 120%, Carl putting forth 120%, you, you know what I'm saying? And by us all putting forth 120%, we know we going we 
I'm going to get, you're going to get, and our cups are going to overflow. So for me, I just think when it's no longer mutual, see, when it gets to a point where you're becoming a parasite and you're taking, 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 and I'm not benefiting at all, I think we need to reevaluate the relationship. Hey, I don't get to use my biology often, see, so I got to jump in here. Y'all talking about mutualism now, so let me go into the biology. So you're talking about the, the term they use is symbiosis, and it means just literally living together. And there are three types of it. He just mentioned one, parasitism, commensalism, mutualism. These are the three different types of, you know, relationships that you have. And it covers so much in human nature. So parasitism, we know what that is. One person benefits, the other person getting umptum, but you get yeah. murdered. Like your life is being given up as a result of this person benefiting. Commensalism is where... This person, it don't affect me none, but you getting some out the yep. deal. It don't affect yep. me at all. So most you relationships. And that's probably yep. most. Most yep. relationships. Yeah. Yep. And then you got mutualism where, and I'm telling y'all, I remember this from doggone high school. I could give you the exact example. There's a fish called a remora fish. And this fish, they said it's not a picky eater at all. It's like a sucker fish. It literally attaches itself to like the belly of a shark, a whale, or whatever. And this thing literally cleans the shark, the whale, any scraps of food, any bacteria, anything. This sucker is cleaning oh, the shark, the whale. It. I love it. And he going it. through the water doing, the shark going through the water doing his thing, like tearing up whatever. He ain't even thinking of my man, but they're both getting something major out the deal. My man, the shark getting it, getting himself clean. You get what I'm saying? But my man getting a free meal every single day. He just on the shark. So you can see a clear example. And mind you, we know a shark is a huge animal. There were more fish that they said it's like seven to, it's, it's as small as seven centimeters could grow up to as as big as 75 centimeters. Mm. So it's a little thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, it'll fit in your yeah. hand pretty yeah. much. Um, so you, this little fish now is able to partner with the shark and the shark ain't bothering my man none. So they both benefit. That's absolute mutualism. They both benefit in a major way out the deal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah no, and, and I, I understand. And I think that, you know, the crazy thing is I'm listening to both of you guys talk is I think the person who's constantly in a position of being blessed or receiving something doesn't always see the way in which they can benefit the other person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it ain't trying like, like, though. Like, 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 I think, well, I think, you know, maybe because, you know, one of the, because you think about the things that we value in society, right? Money, right? So if I got money and you need to always, not always, but let's say you, you, owe, you know, frequently have to come to me and borrow money. You're, you know, in a position where, you know, you're the borrower and it, and it seems as if what could you possibly do for the lender other than pay them back or be a good steward with the money or whatever. But I don't think people look and see and say, what could I do to be a blessing, not financially, but just in general. So E, can you give us an example of, you know, how if you aren't in a position to bless people financially, obviously, you know, uh, we, you know, we, the three of us done very well in our careers and, you know, we're able to, you know, maybe look out for people, you know, and, and not look, you know, not even say borrow, but just actually, you know, be a blessing and give somebody some money. But that person, and I'm not saying that I'm looking for it, but that person doesn't always reciprocate in any fashion. And I don't know that they don't want to. Maybe they just don't know how to. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, perfect sense. So yeah. I, I'll jump in, see. Um, I remember first coming here. You guys know I came here from Barbados just for school. So I promise y'all, I ain't got nothing. Um, and I remember both my wife and I, same situation, and we came a couple years apart. But I remember the first time somebody gave me a $1,000 check. 
I, I'm telling you, mm. somebody gave me a thousand dollars. In my mind, like, what in the devil? I've never seen this. It never happened to me. Like, why are you giving me a thousand dollars? And what they said to me blew my mind. They said, "You've poured into us so much, and we don't know how else to bless you." So, and we know we, you, we know, we know you in school. We know you in that. So, we want to help in that way. So, literally, for me, well, give was, me, give me specific examples, oh, coming, though, Carl. They had money. You had no money. What did you yep, do I'm to be a there. blessing? I got you. I'm getting there. So, two, two specific things. One of them was we kept their kids, and for me, it was fun. I ain't even thinking about nothing. Like, I come to your house, you got food, I eat your food. I'm a college student. I'm hanging out with your kids. Well, you got to go run a couple of errands or something. I, I promise you, I'm not thinking mm. that I'm even doing nothing for you. Because, again, I'm getting blessed. I'm getting food. I'm getting somewhere to hang out that's safe. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I ain't even doing nothing. That's one. The second one was when, once I started editing, um, a, a very good friend of ours, her dad passed. And, you know, she sent me some photos and stuff, and she's like, yo, can you just do some kind of slideshow that just kind of recaps his life? And I promise you, I man, and y'all know, we talked about it before, but if it's on my desk, it's not coming off my desk until I feel that emotional connection. Like, I'm, I'm putting, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I don't like editing like that because, like, I'm draining myself emotionally to get it done. Because my, my theory is if I don't feel it, you're not going to feel it. So you're talking about like mm -hmm. two weeks see, that I put into this thing. And again, for me, it was somebody that I respected. You asked me to do it. It was like, your dad died. I ain't about to charge you for nothing. Like, I'm not thinking like right, that. Right, right. Dude, an entire semester of school got paid for. And in my wow. next semester of school, now, I never asked for money. I never asked for money. I'm like, yo, the skill set I have is I can do your video, dad passed. I'm going to do something to make sure that, you know, to help, you know, in some capacity, this is, this is what I got in my hand. So I literally put that video together. And I'll tell you, it was one of the toughest, the toughest projects I ever did. Like, I didn't really know the person like that. So I just got photos from, I'm talking, no exaggeration. It was probably close to a thousand photos. No exaggeration. So imagine trying to put a slideshow with a thousand photos together to tell a story of somebody's life. I don't really know his life like that. So I'm trying to put it. So when I tell you emotional, like I had to really get into this thing and try to understand it and feel it and be, be the person that lost my dad and see what song makes me feel better. No exaggeration. This not on me, see, but I promise you to this day, I still, this is a year. You remember how many years? years yeah. It's years ago. Of course. About four or five. Of easy. It's years ago. More, yeah, maybe no, more, than more than that. More than that. So, so yeah, her, no, you're talking probably eight, nine, right? Seriously, it's a lot yeah, of years. Yeah. And I'm telling you to this day, the family's still coming to tell me like they still watch it every single year. So I put my heart into it. No, like this not on me, y'all. I'm just, I ain't trying to, you know, like pump myself Absolutely. up. Absolutely, you answering the question though. But I put my heart into this thing, see, and they paid an entire, you understand, a semester of school? Like I, it was probably like 14, 15, 16 credits. International credits, like out of state tuition, not you know what I'm saying, not I live here, yeah, you just gonna pay it. not local state. community college fees. Oh yeah, a no, whole they killing you for that. Semester of school, so yeah, that's worse than out of state, out oh, of country real. is really oh, hit. It's, it's hit. like three times the amount. It's like yeah, three and, times and, the amount. And see, he's missing some stuff. You know, he was helping with homework. You know, uh, Tamisha was braiding hair. Yeah, yeah, we know. did what we could. Yeah, you know, and I think, see, to your point, I think what some people need to do is erase capitalism and I think that's the challenge because we live in a capitalistic society let's go back to when people were bartering mm. you know what I'm saying so when you were bartering see it, it wasn't about you know twelve hundred dollars five thousand it was corn wheat you know and 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 so we put I think see too much value on money you know and what we need to do is put money in its proper place and so now if you take away the money, it's a whole lot you could do for anybody. Mm. I mean, everybody has a gap, see? Right, e right. Everybody has um, some something that they are in need of, you know, because uh, we are all human. 
you know, we, you know, we all have our challenges. We only have 24 hours in a day. We, 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 we have not the ability to clone ourselves yet, you know, so it's always so much. And I think that's the biggest problem. See, most people go to a situation looking for what they can get and not going into the situation looking to what, look how we blew up. See, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but we gave away videos. We didn't, nobody gave us money initially, but we gave away videos. We gave, we got somebody through cancer. We got somebody through a divorce. We got somebody through a death. We got somebody through a failed test and people became committed to us. ET, you guys helped me to do X, Y, and Z. You know, so I think, see, we need to leave the money alone and look at the person and say, what's the gap? And how can I fill that gap? Because as Carl said it, you taking care of somebody's child how much is that worth that you're helping my kid finish school? You're helping them to get good grades. You're not abusing them verbally, physically, etc. How much does it cost to have somebody take care of my child like I would take care of my child? There is no price tag on that. Which I'm finding out right now. Uh, my wife. Because my wife is... I, 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 we, bro, I promise you, we had a little mama scheduled for daycare. Of course, Candace going back to work next month. Everything set up, and like about three, four days ago, my wife was like, "I'm not sending the yeah, daycare. We yeah. need a nanny." Yeah. I'm like, "What in the world?" So now we like interviewing nannies. I'm like, "Lord have mercy." So pray for me, y'all. I'm sorry that struck a nerve. I was I didn't mean to steer the conversation no, away. No doubt. Uh, yeah. But Candace yeah, is but like look, this is my baby girl, and I'm uh, I, she wants her the comfort of knowing that she's in good hands. And that's probably I mean, the, cost uh, the daycare the same one my son goes to. I'm like, well, boo. It's a girl. Trey it's doing a girl. all right. It's a girl. Okay, he a little rambunctious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, he tends hey. to jump off the couch every now and then. But yeah, other than that, yeah. he turned out all right so far. Yeah, well, he might have had one or two little small <laughs> incidents that she don't want to happen with her baby girl. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, yo, like, this is so it's a completely different dynamic. And, um, Man, I'm like, whoa, we're going to have a, a, a nanny? I'm like, Lord have mercy. So just keep me in prayer. I'm like, look, ha I'm, if my wife happy, we, we good to go. So I'm just trying to be as, as supportive as I can be. We had a long talk about it last night. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get that squared away. So if you're listening to this, uh, pray for me. Um, I want to get back, though, either my original question. I think we kind of maybe just took a, a little veer from where we were going originally. But I want to know, when, okay, so maybe, maybe maybe you answered it. I did. When, when do you leave that relationship? Or when when does that relationship become too one-sided? Like, what are those signs you need to look for? I know you said if it's not, you know, not uh, if there's no sacrifice. mutualism. Right. No, I said, right, but, I said but I'm effort. saying, though, like, that that's easy to say. Like, okay, it's not equal sacrifice, so I'm gone. But what if it's my husband? What if it's my sister, my mom? You can't necessarily just leave the relationship. So I'm saying to you... In a situation where it's somebody you can't just up and say, okay, I'm done with you, bye, see you, how do you deal with the relationship that is too one-sided? Yeah, see, so when you talk about physically leaving, no, you can't physically leave. But what you can do is redistribute the type of energy that you give, right? So let's just say for an example, you know, and I, and, and, and I would have to be transparent, but uh, let's say for example, you know, I have multiple siblings, right? You know, um, there, there's a situation where with one of my siblings, because it's mutual, you know, we picking each other's kids up, you know, um, we're helping our children with our homework, whereas the other one might just be dropping theirs off all the time. 
I may have to say, see, and it's, it's a challenge, but I might have to say to that sibling, you know, we're going to have to pull back. Maybe we don't, maybe we don't communicate daily, you know, and maybe you can't drop your kids off over here. Maybe you need to find daycare for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I've got to take care of mine. I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do everything and I got to watch yours and you're not helping me at all. You know, so maybe you need to go find daycare for your kids or the borrowing money. See, it's like, you know what? I love you, but I'm at a point now where I'm supporting you. Like I'm, I'm helping pay for stuff because I have money, but I can't get you to pick up my kids. You know, I can't get you when I need a ride. I can't get you to pick me up from work when I have an emergency. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to pull back. You know, because now I need to use that money that I was going to give to you. I need to use that money for Uber now. Or I need to use that money for somebody who has a car service who's going to pick my kids up. You know, so even when it's family, see, you can re still redistribute how you do things. And this is why you're doing it. Not to get back at them, not to retaliate, but because it's not equal sacrifice, you've got to now find somebody who can support you in a way that they're not supporting. You, you understand what I'm saying, see? Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's going back yeah. to the, the parasitism. Like if your relationship is bordering on parasitism and you about to die as a result of yeah. helping this person, then at some point you got to stop because there's no end to it. You're going to die. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's when it stops. When you all your resources are done, everything is done, and then they move on. Literally, y'all, this biology I'm talking about, take, take what I'm saying literally. They, they will use the organism until it's dead and then move on to the next one. There's no stopping it. They will use every resource. And again, I'm not, you know, I tell you, like he said, like it's your family, whatever. But you got to draw the lines and not let them dry all the resources up and you got that's nothing it. left. Yep, that's it. And so that's what I mean. See, like maybe before, let me say this. If Carl was to call because he's given 120 AE, right now, E, my car broke down. I can you, I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing and go get him. But trust me. I'm not going to do it for everybody that calls. I'm just being real. E, my car broke down. Sorry, player. You're going to have to call AAA. Sorry, player. You're going to have to call AAA and let AAA handle that. You feel me? And, and, and for whatever. Can I at least get a couple dollars towards the uh, toe? No, not, you can't get it at all. And the reason why you can't get it, see, we go back to there are things that there are times that I need you and things that yeah. I need and you're not. Yeah, there, no so. doubt. But you know what's so funny to me, Carl? The new ET. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ET no was blessing everybody, everybody. coming no hella doubt. high water. No e was like, oh, I'm talking about. I'd be <laughs> like, E, we just met my man Tuesday. I know, see, but he broke down and flipped. I got to go get his <laughs> truck. Absolutely. I'm about to go pick Absolutely. him up. And I think, you know, I, I, don't, I ain't trying to like toot my own horn or nothing, but I think. Me and Chuck probably have been the best for E in that uh, space yeah, of just yeah, learning how to real. say no. Yeah. You know, for real. And shout out to Chuck, man, who, you know, is our brother. He guru. works with us. Yeah, he, he's the guru of no. I'm talking about, oh, my man will tell you no in a heartbeat. Hey, and I'm talking about no one of the kids. most giving dudes on the planet. Hey. He will bless the mess yeah, out of absolutely. you. Like, for real, for real. But I'm telling you, man, like, yo, he has no problem saying no. But I'm listening to these things, man, and I'm thinking about just in my own life. Like, I'm really trying to process what you guys are saying in the conversation that we're having here. And I'm looking at mutualism, like, where it takes place in the healthiest relationships throughout my life, right? Yeah. So I look at when we were back home in Michigan, the night before we were going to leave. Listen, y'all, listen, listen, listen. You got to get it. Jamie, who's, uh, uh, you know, our praise and worship leader at church, and a great friend, some of you met him in Indy, um, pulls up at my mom and dad's house, right? You know, we just had the baby, whatever, we had mom and dad's. Now, mind you, I'm at my mom and dad's house. I don't, I'm not really needing for anything. Jamie pulls up out of nowhere. We're getting ready to leave the house, matter of fact. Jamie pulls up out of nowhere 
with a huge like buffet style like whole meal to bless my entire family like some jerk chicken some rice like all kind of stuff huge like tin foil platters of food just brought them by the house and was like i mean dap me up like love y'all love y'all boom and got in the car and left i'm talking about 30 seconds like we call it a drive-by my man just came through and looked out right why because we've tried to be a blessing to his family his daughter was just down in atlanta what, three weeks ago, and she spent a couple days with my wife and I, right? And we were able to bless her, right? So then th the blessing comes right back. I think about us doing this podcast. We do this podcast for those of you under the sound of our voice to try to help you throughout your day, whatever. You know, hopefully you driving to work, your commute, whatever. We make it easier, fun, you laugh, whatever. We try to be a blessing to you guys. As a result, guys, if you remember last week, the Am I Trippin' Or was E.T. being a charger thief why did two people, two people not one. bring yep. us chargers yep. in, Indy in Indy and say, here you go? Yep. And they were like, yo, we heard he was stealing chargers. Boom. Here goes some chargers. And they brought us, I'm talking about some braided cable, like big time Apple next level chargers. And I'm just like, wow, that's mutualism. Like, yo, they were like, my, my man, I believe his name is Michael. He wrote on the back of my box like, Yo, y'all have been just such a blessing with the podcast and everything you do. I just wanted to say thank you. Here's a charger for me to you. It's the least I could do. Boom, and gave us a charger. And I'm just like, yo, those are, those are the type of people you want in your life. That's just a small microcosm of how mutualism works at the highest level. So if you're somebody who's always getting blessed and you never blessing people, Trust me, man, you're always going to be in a position where you're the borrower. So get in a position where you can start blessing people. He said something deep. I think it was a couple weeks ago at church. He was like, I have never seen anybody go broke blessing other people. Hmm. And I was like, wow. Like, you know, you think of your 10%, your tithes and stuff like that. Like, I've never seen anybody go broke tithing their 10%. But I didn't seen a lot of broke people who don't tithe 10%. And stay broke. And stay broke. And I'm like, wow, like people just don't get it, man. So, no, this is a, an important topic. Yeah. And I'm glad we're touching on it. I, I was just going to say, see, like, I'm just saying common sense, y'all. Common sense. Even if you selfish, it's coming back to you. Like, seriously, even if you selfish, sheer, it's coming back. Like, all the more reason to sheer if you selfish. Because the more you sheer, the more it's coming back. I'm promising y'all, it's a principle. Like, you try it. Just literally try it. We had a, a, a couple of takes last week where Chuck, we talked about Chuck before. Chuck said he literally pulled up at, I don't know if it was Big B or somewhere, yeah. and somebody literally paid for his stuff. Like, it don't, we are the people that mm. drive around the city paying for stuff. He said this the first time it happened, but he pulled up somewhere trying to buy stuff in the car in front of him, a drive through or something, and the car in front of him had just pulled off and said, hey, take care of the person behind me. It's coming back to y'all. So I'm saying, even if you selfish, it make all the more sense to give because it is coming back bottom line yeah no doubt man and I, I i learned that um from e you know a while ago you know he they would just randomly bless folks and i never understood it and um my wife and i try to do it you know at least you know a couple times a month if we're out at a restaurant you know we'll see somebody and if they hit our heart to pay for their meal or whatever and of course you do it, you know, under, you know, undercover, like you don't tell it and broadcast <laughs> right. it, but man, we'll, we'll take it, man. And we'll, if we see somebody, you know, we'll just, we'll just grab their meal. The other day, E and I were at South City Kitchen and we saw some, you know, men and women in uniform and E was like, yep, got them, boom. 
you know, got their whole bill. And we left before they did, but we took care of their bill. And, you know, like for real, man, you, you just want to be put in a position where you're actually, you know, a huge blessing to other people, man. And like Carl said, that thing will come back around to you. But E, I do want to ask you one more thing before we get off of this. And, you know, I was joking kind of when I talked about you not being able to say no, but that's like easier said than done for a lot of people, right? Like, you know, a lot of people get into a position where you've been so giving, you know, forever that it could be hard to just say no. So when you made that transition, and I joked about me and Chuck being like an instrumental force in that uh, process for you, how did you go from a pleaser, if you will, to somebody who, yep, I'm still blessing folks, but I have boundaries now. You know, I realized that um, yes and no are actually, you know, the, the same tool. And before I saw no as, a, as something negative, see, you know, but I realized mm. that yes and no are actually the same, you know, they're the same tool. You know, it's the same language. And yes and no um, help people. And I realized by always saying yes, I wasn't reaching my goal. My goal was to help, you know, but there are times I was saying yes, I was being codependent. I was, I was assisting people to harm themselves. I was assisting people uh, in their negativity. You know, um, I wasn't helping them to grow and develop as I claim, you know, that I am this guru of helping, developing. Uh, helping people get to that next level. And I wasn't doing that. So by me giving you money when you should get a job, you know, when I was mm. getting you out of a situation that you needed to go through so that you can experience that pain. And I know I've probably shared this before, but there was a story I read years ago about a little boy who had the chicken pox. And of course, he had to stay home from school for over two weeks. And he noticed right outside of his window a caterpillar. And as he watched it for a couple of days, he recognized that the caterpillar was struggling. And, you know, as a young man, it hurt his heart to see the caterpillar go through that particular struggle. And so in an attempt to assist the caterpillar, he took a pair of scissors and cut him out of the cocoon. But what he didn't realize was that caterpillar would crawl like a slimy uh, 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 creature for the rest of its life. And it would never fly because it didn't go through the pain in that process you know, and go through his metamorphosis. And so I realized that there were times, see, that I was like that little boy, immature, and I was actually assisting people and not going to the next level and not going through the pain that they needed mm. to go through to become that beautiful butterfly, you know. And so now I realize no is actually yes. No is I'm not wow. going to put you in a position to harm yourself. I'm not going to put you in a position to hurt yourself. I'm going to put you in a position to grow. And I used to see no as a bad word. And now wow. I see no as I'm actually blessing you when I say no to you. Oh, look. That's big. Oh, man. Next time somebody asks me for some bread. <laughs> no, you're welcome. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying. No, you're welcome. You are you very welcome. Right. Muchas gracias. Bless you. Bless you. You go thank. Uh, so that's the new thing. Like you just stop blessing people to start blessing yeah. people. I got it. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. 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 Look, look. Uh, this is what I'm gonna do for you. I'm not gonna bless you. You're welcome. Wow. Whole new mind blown. All right. Cool. Um, no, we got it. All right. Let's move on, guys. Um, we got a whole bunch of questions in the queue, um, and I want to get to them. 
But do y'all want to do? Do y'all want to do one got to go now, or you want to do Ask ET? You already set it up. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm okay, curious. so let's hey, go. Let's hey, go. Let's do now. right. You actually set it up in the beginning, and right. you never did it. So I'm saying, give it to us. Yeah, now. no, no, no. I set it up. I, I wanted to tease the podcast oh, just because in case they got bored listening to y'all, they would wait on my <laughs> segment. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just give it to me so, now, and if I can't sense. answer, I'll come back after Ask ET. Okay, got you. Bet. All right, cool. One has got to go. And I want y'all to weigh in on Twitter. All right? Weigh in on Twitter today. Do me, uh, it come, the podcast will be out tonight. Friday, all during the day. I want y'all to weigh in. Use the hashtag, one gotta go. And then I want your answer. All right? Tag uh, ET, Eric Thomas, BTC. Tag us. And then use the hashtag, one gotta go. And I want to see y'all answers to this because I promise you. I have been teasing this around my little community and I have a bunch of different answers. So one got to go. All right. This first person is a devastating knockout artist. The mere sight of him made grown men want to break down and cry. He holds the record as the youngest boxer to win the WBA, WBC, and IBF heavyweight titles at 20 years old four months and 22 days. He won his first 19 professional fights by knockout, 12 of them in the first round. One of the most intimidating figures to ever walk the face of the planet. This next guy, the six-time NBA champ, his game redefined the entire league. He is considered to be one of the greatest athletes the world has ever seen. Individual accolades and accomplishments include five Most Valuable Player Awards, 10 NBA All-First Team designations, nine All-Defensive First Team honors, 14 NBA All-Star Game appearances, three All-Star Game MVPs, 10 scoring titles, three steals titles, six NBA Finals MVP, and the 1988 Defensive Player of the Year Award. Among his numerous accomplishments, he also holds the NBA record for highest career regular season scoring average and highest career playoff scoring average at 33.45 points per game. This next guy moonwalked his way into our hearts many years ago. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. His album Thriller is the best-selling album of all time with an estimated sales of 65 million copies sold worldwide. His other albums include Off the Wall, Bad Dangerous, History, also rank among the world's best-selling albums ever. He is recognized as the most successful entertainer of all time by the Guinness Book of World Records. He's also one of the few artists to have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice and inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and Dance Hall of Fame yeah, as one know. of the only dancers from Let's the go. pop and rock music. Right. Let's go. Let now. me finish. He just stalled. His other achievements <laughs> include multiple Guinness Book of World Records. He has an estimated sales of over 350 million records worldwide and won hundreds of awards, making him the most awarded recording artist in the history of popular music. And I haven't even mentioned the accomplishments he had before the age of 13. So my question to you, gentlemen. No question. One has got no to go. No question. Erased from the history books forever. No question. Is it Michael, 
Gerard Tyson, mm, mm. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, or Michael Joseph Jackson? Mike Tyson oh, got gentlemen, go. the floor Tyson is yours. Mike Tyson got to go. Then he make yeah. Oh, I ain't even know he was gonna go there. I'm taking Tyson out yeah, immediately. He Mike Tyson gone. For 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 here's well, I got a couple reasons, but one of them is I still got Ali. So you're not gonna take Ali out of my books ever. Right. If so, I got him. But I think the other issue for me is in terms of what you've done, like legacy. Mike Tyson, honestly, beast, beast at what he did. But like his legacy is is so tarnished, it's so messed up. Like you, you almost clowning him now in terms of what he is. Now MJ, well, all it, you got two MJs, well, both of them. I'm saying their legacy. Yeah. Whew, it's on. just yeah. Lives oh, on. we got one yeah, MJ who legacy might be it's just tarnished slight. a bit. It's tarnished. It's tarnished. It's, it we is. don't know, but we don't. You know, we don't know. But let me tell you something. And I was thinking that too. Initially, my gut went with Tyson, but when you think about something that we have never seen before, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about you, you like Mike was like a a, a, a okay, scary movie. <laughs> he was like I'm talking about like yo. Yeah, he intimidated. Boxing, the world, yeah, but it's right? He intimidated the world. So what? I'm it's saying boxing. this man was like, dog. This man like gave people nightmares. Yeah, but he, when you but, saw, but he like didn't he change had the grown game, men. Though. Okay, he didn't he, change uh, okay. the game though. But you talking about domination? Yes. You talk about MJ never going seven. This man had all his knockouts in the first round. Matter of fact, he would flinch at you and you would fall by the near sight of <laughs> yes, him. But at least didn't. Katz was trying to play but, against but two MJ. Things, though two things though. One. He didn't change the game of boxing. He didn't change what? the game. He didn't change the game of boxing. Yeah, because nobody else could do what he did. Right. He, but, so I'm just saying, he didn't change See, the so game. So that's even more impressive. Yeah, no, he, he couldn't change the game because nobody since him before him has ever had that much devastating knockout yeah, power. So, so he can't change yeah, the game. A lot of guys problem. play like Mike now. Yeah, but here's the challenge, though. He didn't change the game one. So And then, then, then as Carl said, his ladder... His ladder was nowhere near terrible. his beginning. He, he ended terrible. He lost about five or six fights, and he got knocked out. So his 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 last his the last few years of Different his sports, legacy. Though. But I'm just saying. But he got knocked out. So he let got me knocked challenge. Out. So let me ask. Let me so let me say this. Too, let me say hold this. On, hold on. Hold on. Let me get you. Let me challenge that. MJ's last years was terrible. Intentional though. Intentional though. Because Michael J- Michael Jordan stayed in the game to own a team. So he deliberately came back and played for Washington so that he could become part owner of that team. So his was intentional. It wasn't like... Uh, did you see Mike Tyson in The Hangover? That was a great comeback. Uh, <laughs> he was hilarious in that movie. You're killing me, BD. Hold on. All right, cool. Me, I don't, I don't, hold on. I don't want to get... Hold on. Let me make my point, though. Y'all didn't let me make my point. Here, here's the point about Tyson. Okay, and, y'all, and let me say this. Here's the point about Tyson. Tyson, you could argue, now let, let me finish. You could argue that if Michael Jordan played in the league today, yes, he would be the best, but I don't know if he would be as dominant as he was back when they had the short shorts. The athleticism of the game, you're right. He changed the game, and the game is overall more athletic. But the Currys, the LeBrons, the Mellows, the Kobe's, those guys could play with Mike right now. You take Mike Tyson in his prime, when he was knocking folk out, and you put him right now in Boy, 2016, no he <laughs> is still the baddest so. man there's on no the planet. There's, no, there's not even a heavyweight division anymore. You know why? 
Because Mike set the standard so high, once he was gone, you was like, I don't even like boxing no more. Imagine how good Mike would have to be for when Mike retired from the NBA. People was like, I'm done with the NBA. There's no way we could watch anything that great. I'm not even watching anymore. Mike Tyson lost all of his last fights. After he got beat by Buster Douglas, and he lost all of his fights. He didn't win. He, he wasn't the champion again at any point. Muhammad Ali lost it, you know, was gone for three years, came back, won it, may have lost it, came back and won it. So even in his, his elderly years, he still was a champion. Mike Tyson, once he lost it, he never regained it again. Tarnished image. He never won another fight. So is he great? Yeah, but when you compare him to the other two, who kept their legacy going? But he, I, he I just don't think you're going. giving him credit for being legacy. the So, like, hold on, let me say this: to call out, you know, a couple other people. Maybe I would have said we keep him. But when you compare him to the other two mm-hmm. in terms of the, their legacy, they still wearing Jays. They still oh, listen to Michael Jackson. Out when they talk about yeah, they still Jackson. talking about Michael Jackson. Nobody's out. talking about Michael uh, Mike Tyson no more in a positive light. He 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 ruined his legacy, and not just with boxing. Like Carl said, with so many of his decisions, he ruined his legacy. He has absolutely nothing left. But the uh, hangover three, I think you said. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, we lost you. See, still there? No, we didn't lose him. We didn't uh, lose him. Yeah, he's he's trying he's trying to figure out he's trying to figure out how, what's his comeback. Hey, I was yeah, he wants to figure out what his comeback is. If we had if we had done a, a Phelps. Right, there. absolutely. If you had done a Phelps oh yeah, 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 Tyson, oh yeah, then we would have taken it to a whole other level. I'm struggling. Yeah, if he'd have put, if he would have took Mike Tyson out and, and put, put Mike Phelps, Phelps in there, in there Ooh, oh, we would have been, yeah. it would have been no way to answer it. Uh, he gave us an out with Mike Tyson, just sure a baby, yeah. but he gave us a baby out because of how his career ended with no wins after he got beat by Mike uh, by Mike uh, Buster Douglas. He just started losing after that, so that's the only reason. He's All right, not so this is what y'all do. So that so this is what I do. I'll add in Michael Phelps now Ooh. to the yeah, discussion. No, you can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I no, no, no. Answer. I'm just saying. Yeah, I couldn't answer. I, I'll just say for wow. fun. Okay, let me take out. Okay, so I'll say. Okay, I can see. We'll take out Tyson. Yeah. But let me insert. You know what I'm saying? Michael. Phelps. All right. So let All me pick Michaels that up. He said cool. something. He said something about he never. Okay. So I got it. So we'll pick up from here. All right, Carl. Mark this spot. But um, I'm picking up from like butt right. So, because he just got through making a point about Tyson. All right. But I don't think you're giving him, like, Mike Tyson enough credit for literally changing the game. And, and also, guys, there's something to be said, in my opinion, for being the baddest man on the planet, like, Absolutely. physically. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, that's just a, that, that's an incredible title to have. You heavyweight champion of the world, one. But then also the most feared man on the planet, you can walk up to any person, like, who would you least like to fight right now? Every single person on the planet say, Mike Tyson. Absolutely. So there was something, the allure of like him being so ferocious. I think you guys aren't giving enough credence to no, that. No, no, no. We're saying to you, he gets all the credence, oh. but it's just because you put him with Michael Jordan and, and Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson yeah. whose legacy continues. We have to choose one. You made us choose one. Right. So you'd have to choose him, but you can't take nothing away from him. But the fact that his last few years in his sport, he actually plummeted and went the opposite way. Yeah, I'm with Carl, though. The Wizards wasn't necessarily an yeah, ascension that's what either. Yeah, what you know what I'm saying? You can't just throw that, chalk that up to he want to no, own a team. He, he, he was out there. I watched him in the All-Star game. He, he got hung terrible. on the dunk. Yeah, but I'm saying we know that it was strategic. Like, they said it. He tried to do what, and forgive me, all my hockey fans out there, 
Um, but he tried to do what Gretzky did. We know he came back specifically and continued to play so that he can have part ownership, you know, with the team. And he did it. So we know Mike wasn't doing it to win a championship or he would have went back with the Bulls. He specifically left and went to the Wizards so that what he's doing today at owning a team, that was a part of his plan. Mike Tyson didn't have a plan for getting knocked out. There was no plan for that. <laughs> Well, well, Mike did get knocked out. Yes, I mean, obviously, we know he got <laughs> in his times. own way. We, well, we know he got in his own way. I mean, obviously, you know, the, with with being that ferocious, it's a few downsides. Oh, but you know, anyway, I'm glad to see Mike. I'm glad to see Mike Tyson rebounded off of that. But I want to throw um, perhaps one of the biggest curveballs this podcast has ever seen. And since we, I'll concede, I, I'll take out Tyson, but flat out, anybody out there got my back. One hashtag one got to go at Eric Thomas BTC. If you're on my side, please tweet at us and let us know <laughs> if you keeping Tyson in there. And you know what's crazy? I never even said who I would take out. Right, but, <laughs> right, Because right. I, I can't really right. take nothing. I just, I just had to defend Tyson because I'm like, yo, he was so peaceful. You, hey, it's what underdogs do. Oh, no it's, doubt. It's, it's hey, a of fact, look, I'm here. Hey, I say it. I'm take Jordan got to go, oh. and I'm gonna tell you why. Cause Kobe was almost Jordan. Nobody was even close to Mike Tyson. Period. Flat out. Okay, Muhammad Ali was great, but you wasn't just one hitter quitter, and that's what I wanted to see. E, you even referenced it on a mixtape. You got up to get a bologna sandwich, came back, fight was over. <laughs> so flat over, out, no doubt. I'm not. Yeah, Jordan, you got to go. Just cause Kobe was almost Jordan, and nobody was almost Tyson. All right, move. All right, don't say nothing else. Curveball time. So if we concede that Tyson got to go, I'm going to insert a, a dark horse candidate here. Oh, here we go. And we'll take out Mike Tyson and we'll go one got to go, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, or in the spirit of the Olympics, Michael Phelps. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I can't uh, take nobody yeah. out. Oh, I got both of them hey, quiet. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. No, no, no. I will say this to you. I'm going to be honest. How many gold They're medals? Hold on. Let's just, because I don't have a recap for my man. Is it 24? Uh, 20, oh, man. Yeah. That's got to be like 22, 23 here, here, gold, here's what, but like 26 yeah. or something total. Here's what we're going to do, though. Now, that's domination. I'm going to be the one to speak. Because since, yeah, I'm going to be the one to speak, though, since nobody else wants to say this. I'm just going to be honest. I would say Michael Phelps only because. Whew. Listen to me. This is only because black yeah, folk don't happy, swim yeah. and you happy race four dog years. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Give my half no, no, uh, brethren that's some it. credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Let's be honest. Only because it's every four years and it lasts for a couple seconds. That we know so of. Saying, He's swimming all year. That's what we away. know. But if I have right. I was going to say, is. they're doing a world yeah, but I'm just saying, remember, other stuff. you said that we have to take one away. So while everybody else is paralyzed and stalling, I'm just going to get the process going, <laughs> and then we can debate it and move on. But I'm going to take Michael Phelps because basketball is 82 games. You know, it's a part of the American culture. We watch it all day, every day. Michael Jackson was something we listen to every single day. And only because we have to wait four years and then it only lasts for a couple seconds. That's the only reason. So we can get this discussion going. That's the only reason I'm taking Michael Phelps out. That's it. That's the only reason. Ooh. Just the timing. The timing factor is the only reason. Oh, man. 
I, I, I can't touch Michael Jackson. I can't touch Michael Jackson. So he just goes somewhere by himself. Oh, wow. Yeah, I agree with that, um, low-key. And you know what's crazy? R. Here's R. why Michael Jackson R. can't R. go nowhere. R. Because whatever Mike Tyson did for us, whatever Michael Jordan did for us, whatever Michael Phelps did for us, it was in that moment that we enjoyed it. And then once, you know, you can look back and whatever. Right. If PYT yep. come on right now, I'm dancing, doggone it. Like, that's still in the rotation. Uh, I'm still here. I'm still listening to Billie Jean like it came out yesterday. I'm at the gym the other day with a Michael Jackson playlist going crazy. So I think Mike is still like very, you know, he's a very integral part of our life still. Whereas the athletes, you know, it's for that moment. And yeah, you might be able to go watch like an ESPN classic and watch the game or something. But you can't recreate that feeling that. You know, so Mike yeah, will put we'll, we'll put Mike in the category all to his own. Listen, I think we're just gonna have to so, go ahead and retire the uh, one gotta go because I don't know if we could ever come up with one better than that. Um, but yeah, use the hashtag one gotta go. Let us know your thoughts uh, on that quick discussion right there. Let's jump into our next segment. Ask ET brought to you by BU. Carl, can you can you tell us is the BU platform up? Because they said you've been pump faking. Is it up or is it up? Let me tell you something. So we released it to our Thrive members first. You know, they've been with us. They died. We talk about mutualism, y'all. So we, we want to live it all the way out. So our Thrive members who've been with us, man, they got it. And I'm telling you, last week, our group, they, they can... Uh, you, you oh, see the when they buy the new you know, iPhone or the Jordans. And all that. Oh, they did. Oh, man. They did the unboxing, man. Screenshot it. For the first time doing the videos. And... I'm telling you, the the it was it made my life see, not even my day, yeah. like just to see for real. Yeah. Like we reinvested in ourselves, y'all, and to watch people just like, man, y'all took this thing to another level. We thought y'all were doing good. We thought y'all were doing great, but y'all took this thing to another level, man. People's minds are blown. I'm still getting calls, feedback, emails, like, man, like, man, this this new system is bananas. So I'm telling y'all, don't play. Don't play. We still y'all, wherever you fit in, but you do not want to miss out on this. We getting everybody in the platform soon. Yo, I promise you, and and now we got the uh oh don't say see don't say yet oh oh don't say yet see that's the surprise. Oh okay, my bad. Yep. If we just got something else coming, I'm I'm gonna mute that part from the podcast, y'all. We just got something else coming, that's all. Yeah, I'm gonna just put a bug. Okay, yep, yeah, go on and put some go yeah, go and put something over that. Yeah, my bad. But no, nah, man, it, it is um, phenomenal, man. And I know you guys have been hearing us talk about it for like the last month or two. But, um, you know, we put all our chips back on the table, man, because we believe in this platform. We believe in the training that we're doing. Uh, we got, you know, some some major, major developments, you know, still in the works. You guys, we're still, you know, going to another level. But the new platform is available. Visit breatheuniversity.com right now. Use the promo code BU special to get 50% off your first month. Man, you can come join this amazing community that we got. I believe we're over 1,500 members strong now, and uh, the networks are crazy. People are putting networks together in their own cities, having luncheons, you know, lunch and learns. It's just crazy, man, to see the growth of it. And like I said, man, we um, we appreciate every single one of our BU family uh, listening to the podcast right now. I hope to see you as well. So let's jump into it. Um, let's see, CJ, uh, this is from Brian in Kentucky. Do you have any, uh, new funny road stories? Hmm. Do we have any funny road, anything funny happened on the road recently? Uh, e? We've been working too hard. Ain't nobody laughing no more. E trying to make yeah. it. Hey, we've been working. I'm trying to think. E, help me out. What's the last? 
If hook up we had if it was funny we forgot about it <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying oh no you, you hold on i got one i got one hey so <laughs> yeah, i don't know if you remember and this wasn't new this is from a while ago but i don't think i ever told it so uh me and E, like I'm, i think it was a church event or something but we had got picked up by like maybe like one of the deacons or something and me and E were riding in the back and he had one of those long chargers that plug into the USB in his car. And he was like, oh, can I hit that charger real quick? So we riding, we talking, you know, fellowshipping the whole night. And he plugs his phone in. And some kind of way, we riding. And all of a sudden, like, the music comes on. And it's like, I don't know if it was like Kanye or something, but it was like the curse version. So it was like, <laughs> better tell his mother, bleep, bleep, bleep. And, like, and it's kind of loud, right? So I'm looking at E like, yo, why is my man just... You know, I, you know, not that he approved of nothing, but like, yo, you know, it's a church function. We on our way to the church yeah, event. It was like, Kendrick Lamar. My man, it was Kendrick yeah, Lamar. It was Ke oh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah so we like riding, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, my man bump, and I'm looking at E, and he like, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. So then I asked my man, I was like, yo, um, I was like, yo, what, what you listening to? And he was like, oh, no, that's not my phone. That's E.T.'s phone playing that. <laughs> Duh, I looked at E. So Jalen, some kind of way, Jalen iCloud got sunk with E's. And so when E plugged in his phone, he didn't know, but it automatically started Kendrick playing Lamar. it. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. So it's hey, all kind of curse words coming through the hookup. The oh, I'm looking at E. He was like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Dog, I was in the back seat dying, dog. My man was looking like, no, that ain't me. That's y'all. That so, is the preacher. Um, Right, the, the hip hop the hip took hop, it to another level. The hippity hop. Yep. Uh, Austin in Sacramento wants to know, hey, E.T., what's going on with the uh, verified speakers? How can I be a part of that movement? Oh, you talking about the E.T. Inspire C? Yep. Uh, yeah, we got a link, y'all. E over here hesitating. We got a link. I'm like, what? Are, are you with us? Did, did you leave? Hey, I got a. We got a link that we'll put in the blog page. So when you go to the, the website, just hit the podcast page. Look for this podcast, and I'll put a link directly in there. It's so like, just look for something that says speaker training. Click here, and we got a form for everybody that's interested. You could just fill that form out. We're putting a program together specifically to help you guys take that speaking game up. So yeah, just look and I, and I'm yeah, and tell them about the certified speakers. E, why did we decide to do it right now? Yeah, I'm gonna be real. See, autonomy. You know, I'm gonna give you a couple words, and then we're gonna go into detail. But autonomy. See, um, two things. One, see, I had a very good friend this year. See, I'm talking about, you know, those, and and, and it happened to my father. It's happened to a few people I know. You know those mm -hmm. people who are like a year away from being fully invested? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And they get that call, you know, um, either, you know, they, they, they want to redo your package and get you an early retirement or, you know, in some cases, ter termination, see? And it hurts, see? You know, it hurts. And y'all feeling me as a grown man, you know, who's taking care of his family to have another individual hold your... I don't know what you call it. See your future, you know what I'm saying? Your health, your financial, you know, security in their hands, see? And if it's one thing I enjoy with ETA, forget all the money and all other stuff. It's autonomy, see? It's being able to buy back my time and be with my family. So for me, see, I, I felt that there are a lot of, you know, certified programs that are not necessarily meeting the needs of our population. You know, so I'm not I'm not dogging nobody out. I'm not saying, 
you know, our program is better than, but I'm saying there's a population of people see who right now are gifted and talented and can use public speaking. We're not even talking about motivational speaking, but can use public speaking, whether it's in sales, whether it's you doing presentations, whether you are a consultant, but who can use the power of presenting C in a way that will take their game to a whole new level. So number one for me, C, it's autonomy. Like that's why I'm doing this. There, there are people who need to have their own, their destiny in their own hands, C. They need to be able to control their own ship. And we're gonna show you through this speaker's uh, certified program how to do that. Like I'm not interested, C, and duplicating Eric Thomas, cloning Eric Thomas. Like, we're not trying to make more Eric Thomases in the world. What I'm trying to do through this program, see, is empower people to control their own destiny. And I think the other thing, see, that we're doing that's gonna be phenomenal is one, we're gonna take that which is complex and simplify it. So you're talking about the last 20 years for me and the last 10 plus years where seeing Carl have helped me to get to a whole nother level. We're gonna take what it took us 10 and 20 years to, do, to learn. We're gonna take that which is complex and we're gonna give it to you in a matter of a, in a few months, right? Number two, access. See, I'm just being real, see. There are those out there who are talented, who are gifted, but they don't have access, see? They don't, they don't have a network. And so for those of you who in Breathe You, you could tell them, it ain't six degrees of separation no more. Once you join BU, you're talking about one degree, right. two degrees of separation, right? right. So, so one, we're going to simplify it. And we're going to take the thing that most of you is like, it's too complex for you to understand. You're trying to do it by yourself and it's not working for you. And I know what you're going through because I did it 10 years on one level. And then when C and Carl came in my life, it went to a whole other level. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you for real, started from the bottom, now we're here. We're going to simplify it for you. We're going to give it to you in a language and in, in a system that you're going to be able to understand and blow up to, again, access. You're going, to, you're going to have access. And then the last one, affordability. Like, that's why we're doing this. Most programs, you can't, you can't even get, look, you can't tie shoestrings with some of these programs. Like, you are not in a financial position to get in the game. And we're going to make it affordable for you. Now, you're going to have to make an investment. And in each level, you're going to have to pay your dues. But I'm telling you, we're going to make it affordable so you can get in the game. Because most people, the prices that people charge, bruh, you couldn't, like I said, you, yeah. you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You, and, and let me jump in there, man. And, and you know, I, this, you know, is not a promo. But, you know, we were in Indy the other day. And we had a gentleman, you know, and I, I, I'm telling y'all, you know, I, I said before, one of the main struggles is, you know, making sure that we push products and let you guys know what we have available, but also not being like those other guys who beat you over the head with it and do a three-hour pitch yep, to you trying to yep, close yep. the product. And I used to be kind of like on the other side, maybe too far away, like we would never tell y'all what we had going on. But then what I realized, and it happened again in Indy the other day, my man raised his hand after the VIP. E, you can tell this, the God's honest truth. We were an hour and a half in, and we asked if anybody had any questions after me and E got done with the VIP session, just talking or whatever. And my man raised his hand and said, I don't have any questions. I just want to let y'all know I spent $12,000 last year on personal development and got more in this hour and a half than I got the entire year. And that was 30 and minutes into it. said that, I was like, wow. But that was 30 we minutes We sitting here charging it, folk $19.99 up to $1.99 for some information that's going to change your life. 
and my man and I'm scared to push it while my man charging you 12 grand not giving you near the information and so I was just like yo I'm done with it like see, yo if, if you listen to it see, and you felt like we were you know pushing too hard I apologize but I, when I see people spending $12,000 and going and getting it from somewhere else because we they don't even know we got it I got to step in and do something yeah, so let's get I'm, off of that man no no see I got to say this though because this is important on the EBB call we had somebody say they spent 20 grand same week. Yeah, oh yeah, 20 yep, grand sure did. and said yep. that that was three, On four Thursday, years ago. Yeah, Thursday. she said that was three, four years ago and she can't tell you what you got. Then another one said they spent 7,500. So listen to me, when I say access, I, I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. Not only, not, not, not only access to opportunities and perhaps networks and institutions that you've never been before, but this is the biggest piece get, I'm, I'm hearing from people who have gotten into different programs that they don't even get to talk to the people who they look up to, right, who they who right, they admire. Right. They're not even talking. You talking to C every week. You talking to ET every week. You talking to Carl every week. We're not even talking about all the other people that are phenomenal that you're talking to. Even when we have a guest presenter, we still on the line, y'all. Oh, absolutely. So what's blowing yeah, we'll my be, mind? Hey, we'll see. be on there tonight. I got I got part two of my branding call. Y'all missed the branding call last oh, week. Fire, fire, I, I fire, ain't trying to toot my own horn. Yeah, no, but fire. hey, I blacked out on that joint just because I was ready. So we teaching people how to build their brands. This is week two. Uh, I mean, we were always talking about branding, but this is week two of the brand building. And um, I got some assignments that I had them do. So we coming back tonight with some major fire. Let's jump into the next question, guys, because we're pushing it on time now. I got to be out of here. Um, E.T., this comes from uh, Sarah in Milwaukee. What is your favorite food to cook? Um, it would have to be the, the I, I make a pasta uh, with uh, sauteed vegetables um, and a salad. And I'm only saying that's my favorite food to cook because it's my wife's favorite dish that I make. You know what I'm to saying? Eat. So, oh, <laughs> right. well, shoot, I would say my seven layer uh, burrito probably because I love I love Mexican food and then I also love Caribbean food, but I never learned how to make jerk chicken. So uh, it has to be the seven, seven, uh, seven layer burrito, which my kids love as well. So that's probably my favorite dish uh, aside from and they're not going to say this is a dish that I cook. But aside from the cheesy uh, eggs and grits, you know, that I make uh, on a regular basis, you know, but most people would say that's not really cooking. But I love uh, my grits uh, with cheese and I love my, my cheesy eggs that I I, I, I model after um, the Waffle House. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, he does scramble a mean egg. I will give him that for sure. Uh, Carl, do you have a, a, a dish? Hold on, hold on, Carl. But but don't, don't because again, you asked mine, but I would have to put my turkey in there oh, because sure. most people, oh, yeah, you know, no, the turkey's turkey's I would have to put my turkey in there, but well, I, don't, I don't even I don't really like, like Thanksgiving turkey like that, but eat turkeys, they, they fire. Um, Carl, what's, so I give have, us some dish. I, I got to admit that I ain't doing a whole lot in the kitchen. My wife got me scared. We had a, a, a couple of interactions that she didn't like what I thought was fire. <laughs> so I kind of pulled back. You thought it was fire, oh, Carl. You know what I'm saying? Remember what you said about the video? Where's the mutualism? You don't feel it. Who's oh, going to feel it? Man, I thought it was fire, but she, we didn't see eye to eye on that. So I kind of pulled back now. But I promise, man, I had this. It was a bourbon glazed salmon just with some rice, mm. man. Some bourbon glazed salmon mm. with rice that was just on point. But my wife is very, very picky, y'all. I think if I had to cook it for most people, it would be all right. But the rice was just a little too soft for her. And she, yeah, but no, nah, that's my that's my joint. The bourbon glazed salmon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's super picky. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I do. Um, I got a couple of things. I like. I do like bad versions of everything my dad does. Fire, <laughs> so I can do like some decent baked spaghetti. My roast is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, but Ooh, other than that, though, roast. if Ooh, I get me either. Oh no! The, oh no! Oh, I gotta no, get that roast. roast is, see, I don't even. The, do let me tell you something. Like the roast is legendary because you do the roast on the first day, and the second day, what you do is you you shred the beef. And throw it in the pot with the barbecue sauce, and you do barbecue uh, beef sandwiches. Oh, you know that's day. my thing. So, see the sandwich. Yeah, no, it's yeah. You get the two for one out of that. So, Ooh, um, yep. One more question. Jared in Detroit wants to know, CJ and ET, are you guys looking forward to the NFL football season? What do you think our Lions are going to be looking like? I'm saying Super Bowl personally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like every year, I'm saying Silent Super Bowl. <laughs> Until we are mathematically eliminated, night. I'm saying Super Bowl. All is calm. Hey, I'm getting All ready. Is right. I'm getting ready yeah, for no Christmas, doubt. man. Bump Silent lions. Silent lions. <laughs> I'm getting ready for. Yep. I'm getting ready for Christmas, man. I got a better chance with Christmas than I do with the Lions. Oh man, come on, Detroit! Don't do us dirty again. So um, that's it for the Ask ET. Did they trade Stafford? Can you tell uh, them real quick? See? Did they trade Stafford? You said what? Did they trade Stafford? No, we still oh, got okay. Stafford. Okay, oh, well, no, then. Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Stafford, he going to be all right. But you're, hey, what is it? You're 9, 10. 10 is the lucky it's charm. We're going to be all right He had a year. better offseason this season. That's what it was. <laughs> ah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, we ready. Hey, miracles do happen, right? It's, it's coming up on the Christmas season. So, um, real quick, Carl, can you tell him? He was talking about, you know, the um, uh, Certified Speaker Series. We don't have... Uh, it, it, we have the information available for what sign up. What do we have? Yep, so Can we just want to at this point. We just want you to show your interest. We want to know who's interested in it so we can start yep. putting it together. We'll send out a couple surveys and we want to make sure we meet needs. So for now, it's just a kind of a sign up form just so we could gauge the interest. But then right shortly after that, we're going to send out send out a survey where we can kind of figure out like what exactly do you want to learn so we can cater. We know what we got. We want to package it in a way that, you know, works for you. So that's where we're going next. So yeah, oh, yeah like I said, podcast. Go to the our etinspires.com page, hit podcast, and for the next week, this will be the top the top uh, item in, on that. The podcast will be the top item. So just look for this podcast, and I'll put a Perfect. link in there. Perfect. Um, look, quick, quick, couple quick announcements before we do um, the ET's nugget of the day. Man, happy birthday to my pops. His birthday is tomorrow. Hey. Um, so, man, happy birthday, Dad. You know, our, our biggest fan on the planet, man. Make us some dressing for your birthday. Is it bad to ask us some dressing on his birthday? Oh, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> you hey, you asking him right now, man, because pops is always oh, the no first doubt. one to download yeah. and listen to the podcast, man. He beat Nicole. Love you, Dad. He happy Nicole. birthday, man. It's got to be a quick one. I mean, a, a tight rest, because Nicole been posting it in BU the second it dropped. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, and Nicole right there with us, but I promise you, pops, since day one, been rocking. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, happy birthday, Dad. Also, um, yeah, Miami, get ready. We there. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple days now we lead for Miami. Tonight. 27th Saturday will be there. We leave tonight. Uh, I don't know if uh, is it sold out yet. It's, if it's not sold out, it's close. I know the I know VIP, the VIP is sold out. Is sold out. Session sold I don't know out. about the main session. tickets left. Go to etinspires.com/events and see if um, there's any more tickets left there for Miami. I think there might be a few, so go check that out. Also, we will be in London. We got a lot of emails coming in saying, "Are you really coming to London? Are you really coming to London?" Yes, we are coming to London. We will be there in September, third week of September. Go to Give me the site, Carl. Eric Thomas, London.uk, uh, I believe. I yes, don't sir. even know. That's not right. I, I'll double check it. I'll put that, hey, I'll put Eric that Thomas, in the blog, too. I'm not even 100% sure. Yep, we got it. Eric Thomas, London.uk, but we are coming to the UK for all our 
uh, supporters listening to the UK, we will be it's there be just about a month from it's now. Unbelievable. Super pumped about that. So make sure you guys get tickets. Come out and see us. It's going to be an amazing event. Also, go write us that review on iTunes, guys. We appreciate everybody who's left their comments and feedback. You know, we try to do this, man, and keep this show going for you on a weekly basis. Just asking that you go write us a review if you like what we're doing. With that being said, E.T., get us out of here on that nugget of the day. Hey, when you say yes to others, make sure you're not saying no to yourself. All right? We've been talking about mutualism. Listen to me very closely. When you say yes to others, it shouldn't hurt you. When you say yes to others, make sure you're not saying no to yourself. All right? Remember what I said. It's not equal giving. It's equal sacrifice. And every relationship is either pushing you toward greatness or it's draining you. Are you hearing me? Every single relationship is either pushing you forward or it's draining you. All right? So it's your boy E.T. saying, look, I didn't get here on my own. I, look, you are the sum total of the five people you rocking with on a daily basis. No more excuses, right? No more excuses. Well, I just don't deserve to be with great people. I'm not great myself, so who am I to, to, to try to be? Look, he loves me. She loves me. I'm going to give him another five or ten years. No, no, no. When you say yes to others, it does not mean you have to say no to yourself. All right? So we're looking for that mutualism. We're looking for that mutualism. We're looking for those relationships that's going to make us better, that's going to build us up and not tear us down. So you owe you. You owe it to yourself to be a value, to add value. But you also owe it to yourself to make sure that the relationships you're in add value to you. Stop playing yourself small. You're not helping nobody by playing small. You're big. Dream big. Think big but work on having healthy relationships. All right, it's your boy E.T. saying, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you how I live. And if I can be in valuable, healthy relationships, so can you. It's your boy E.T. Again, remember, saying yes to others doesn't mean you have to say no to yourself. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this.